The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more, I mention a machine. Welcome back to the Mention the Machine, ladies and gentlemen and others. This is episode this is episode one of a three-part series that's going to be episode 35. Why are we doing a three-part episode, you ask? Well, because Joel and I are taking the MS uh, Ride to the Lake bike ride Escape weekend. to the Lake. Escape okay. to the Lake, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Look at the paper. Oh, yeah, it's right there on the paper in front of me. How about that? I should read things. So tomorrow we're going to be getting up super early and biking a hundred miles and then we'll record again i'm gonna just get some uh, opening thoughts before the day yeah i figured just like when i did the richard carson show it'll be easy it'll be great and then the day of oh my god i almost died <laughs> yeah you'll be fine yeah that was that was ages ago yeah i've i've gotten i've gotten more experience on how to prepare for this stuff <laughs> yeah you also have a better bike and all that sort of fun stuff. My 30-mile bike ride was actually not that bad on Monday. Yeah, when I did the uh, the almost 40 miles, it wasn't too bad. I just got a, got a little heated and decided to turn around. I was going a little faster than I probably should have been, but mm. you know, that's me. I'm going to be doping with some gel gel stuff and some during stuff. I bought a Dix. Nice, I tried some nice. on, the, on the ride, and, and it helped a lot. So. Really? Mm-hmm. I should have stopped and got some. They claim you're supposed to take stuff every hour, so... Yeah, that's what the rest stops are for, I guess. I don't know. We'll see what they have there. I'll get some stuff there. Well, I'm going to Dick's after, so I can grab you some stuff if you oh, want. that'd be great. I would appreciate it. So, yeah, it's starting tomorrow. We're 7 a.m. We should be on the trail, biking. Mm-hmm. We'll see who, um, who else shows up. or who Who's going who's gonna to win, Joel? <laughs> well, you're probably going to be beating me, because you're yeah. my pace car. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. try and I'm gonna try and hammer early so I can coast later. That's what I heard is the right way to do it, so that it's not as hot because the day's gonna be it's gonna be mm-hmm. almost 90 tomorrow. So rough day for a bike ride. Let's see these bastards do 90. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, what else is going on, Joe? How's the uh, how's the house? Well, I found out my air conditioner, the filter needed replaced. I found I have way too many elbows in my ductwork, which is sapping the energy out of the furnace. Apparently every elbow you put in takes out 10 foot of a uh, elbow. That's like 60 feet, uh, mm. 40 feet, 40, 60 feet of the distance I can't, I don't have. That's crazy. I was about to cut a hole in the bit in the office and make a bigger, and the bedroom make a bigger hole for the thing. He said, no, just update the ductwork. Yeah, so. just get rid of the elbows. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do that? Well, I got to buy some square pipe, run that through, and then run the, through the top instead of the side. Mm never-ending projects now yeah basically as my dad my dad's favorite phrase is mickey mouse mm-hmm. which i was a kid thought why is he talking about mickey mouse but no it's actually a term a lot of people use about when stuff's put together crappy <laughs> like i was putting the trap door in this week and oh my god it was so patchwork i just started ripping wood out and replacing two by fours and two by sixes <laughs> What's that joke about contractors? Whenever you have a new contractor show up, they always got to critique the old contractor's work. Mm-hmm. This guy was a shithead. <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of doing it right. And, like, for example, the trap door was made out of particle board and two-by-fours. This thing was so heavy. Mm-hmm. I got a, I spent $83 and bought a piece of plywood and cut it out. And, like, it's so light. It just moves. Yeah. I could have made it one piece, but I'd made it two pieces. 
no chance you're going to fall through it now? No. It's not as secure? Oh, it's very secure now. Awesome. And I got washer and dryer. I can actually wash clothes in my own house now. Yeah. Improvements are, are, are happening. Mm -hmm. The plumber is remarking on my house and how nice it looks. He's like, you got some potential here. <laughs> there you go. So. Yeah. Uh, not too much going on with me. Just the uh, kind of same old, same old. I miss the same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's always projects going on around mm -hmm. here. Well, I've been buying a lot of tools, and, and because of the bike ride, I bought a lot of gear. I've been investing in the Bone Conductive headphones, which are, I believe are just witchcraft. Yeah, they're pretty damn cool, I gotta say. I, I kind of want, want some now, especially since I need uh, I need Bluetooth headphones anyway. I just still got the uh, the wired-up earbuds from, mm -hmm. from uh, that came with my phone. bought a nice power bank that's basically the size of a, what, four, three by, uh, three and a half inch disc, pretty mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. A little bit thicker. Pretty cool, pretty cool. 15,000 milliamps. Then you bought your old man lean-to stool. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to bring the, uh, the a chair. I'll sit on the ground. I don't care. Well, I brought extra tires. I brought extra tubes. I don't have extra tires. I have extra tubes, though. But should be all right. I don't know if I'm going to get around to washing my bike today or not. I don't know if I care. <laughs> I'm just going to grease my chain and call it a day. Yeah. I, got a, I got a tune up back in February, and I haven't really put that many miles on, so. Yeah, I, I tried to go get one a couple of weeks ago, and they, they did exactly what you said. They said they were booked up, so mm -hmm. it's going to have to be tuned up later. Well, hopefully not on the trail. Nah. Hopefully not. Let's not jinx it. FBI! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, We'll see how things are in about, what, 25 hours, 26 hours? Yeah, we'll, we'll check back in with you guys, and uh, it'll be a bigger update, and yeah, that should be uh, should be good. Yep. If we don't die. Nope. <laughs> Later. Later. Well, Joe, we didn't die. No, we didn't die. I thought I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> So this is our, our our second and pretty much final part. We didn't actually record after the race because it was a... Uh, if was, you ever watch Rick and Morty, there's an episode where they go on the adventure and they come back and like, holy shit, we almost died. What the fuck was that? I was not in control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are those sorts of days that, uh, yeah, I'll rope you into a couple more of them. I've done those with uh, Rick in the past where we've gone on bike rides and... We get back to the car, we drive to the nearest bar, and we sit there and drink a couple of beers before anybody says anything. <laughs> so you gotta, just got to decompress from the whole thing. <clears throat> but, yeah, we did the ride. And, uh, we didn't do the century, because apparently if you did the century, there were more three, hills. three more hills that were just brutal, apparently. So, I'll recap real quick what happened to me. I made it wrong. I didn't make a turn. Went five miles out of the way. Got to 79, called Eugene and said, hey, did you go left or right? <laughs> no, you were supposed to go straight. <laughs> no, I, I was supposed to turn. I, was supposed to turn. I, I, I know, I'm joking. But um, <clears throat> finally caught up with him. Didn't realize my GPS was set for car, not bike, <laughs> yeah. which is why my ATAs were wrong. Yeah, Joel had me sitting around at rest stops. I said, how far are you? Eight minutes. 20 minutes go by. I'm like, what eight minutes is he talking about? <laughs> so then, second rest stop... <clears throat> I don't even make it a mile out to get a flat tire. Mm -hmm. So I lost five miles, which is probably, I don't know, 20 minutes. I lost another 16 minutes changing the tire. And then around, I think after the third rest stop, I started getting to the point where I couldn't make it up the hills. 
Yeah, no, I don't walk my bike. I started walking my bike. Yeah. <laughs> my legs started locking up. And the only way I could keep going is if I walked. So it's like, this is bad. This is very bad. Mm-hmm. So the, I think the fourth rest, I'm like, just go on without me. Yeah, that was uh, that was when we, we kind of separated. It was right there. Um, <clears throat> there was only, for me, there was only the one hill that I, I walked up. The the first big hill I stopped with the guy from from Deloitte that was running the thing and waited for him while his kids caught up, <clears throat> and then he hopped on his bike and pedaled up the hill like it was fucking nothing. He was like ring, 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 all the way up, and I said, like, "Well, this is this is awkward." Yeah. And as soon as I hopped on my bike to start going, my chain popped, which my chain popped like three times during that ride. My chain actually popped one time. I was with this one guy. We were talking. I was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Yeah, my chain just popped," and I was able to use the derailleur to move it back. Mm-mm. I was like, "Sweet." Yeah, I don't have that luck. I always have to hop off the bike. I have to kind of latch the chain on there and just crank it and get mm-hmm. it get it on there real quick and then hope I don't lose any, any co- time. I made a couple friends. I made friends of Miles Morales, older Miles Morales. <laughs> DNF though. Yeah. <laughs> There's another woman I kept going, passing and going back and forth with. I think she said she was going to give up at five miles after the next rest stop. Mm. This old guy, he was like, he was struggling like, 0.7 miles, the next rest of it. I got this now. Yeah. He got the rest of it. I was like, yeah, I think I'm getting picked up here. <laughs> the one guy, was, it was in between the last rest stop and the finish line, he said to me. <clears throat> he, he blew past me. He's like, the last five miles are all downhill. And I'm like, the fuck they are? <laughs> like, I don't believe anything anybody says at that point. Like, Well, <clears throat> I got the last rest stop. It was like 4 o'clock. It was like 3.50. Like, well... If they don't come here, if they get here within 20 minutes, just take them down. They're not going to make it. So I'm like, i got to get out of here. Yeah. So the, the one woman offered me pickle juice. I'm like, I don't know. Pickle pop. Yeah. Those pickle pops were awesome. And the one guy was like, dude, you got to have a pickle pop. Like, he was like, like have to be really nice. Mm-hmm. A couple people gave me shit for my pack. Like, What's in your pack? I'm like, water, this and that. It's like, you're carrying, like, oh, did you miss, the, did you miss the, the, um, the luggage thing? I'm like, no, this is what I normally carry. Yeah. But like... I had that pickle pop. I'm like, it actually tasted good. I'm like, okay, well, I guess this isn't so bad. <laughs> so I, I started off. I'm like, I can do this. And then two girls passed me, and I saw the the sad car behind me. I'm like, shit, I think I'm the last one. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm going and going. I get to the one stop. How long? He goes, I don't know, 10 miles? The guy, the guy goes, you got eight. You can do this. So I'm going and going and going. And I'm, I got the, the map in my biking computer. I'm like, mm. there's one last fucking hill. <laughs> and I gotta get if I can get over that I'll be fine. Well, I got like the second to the last big hill, there's an intersection to turn right. I said, How much farther? The guy goes, Well, if you go that way, it's a mile and a half. You go that way, it's five I'm like, I'll go up that fucking hill if that, if that cuts off four miles. The guy's the guy like he's fucking with you, just gotta turn left. I'm like, son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> so then I got like one point three miles from the end. The guy's like, I gotta pick you up that like you're already twenty minutes after the closing, but I'll take you five within five hundred feet. We'll let you ride in. I guess I should have felt special because they dropped me off, and the guy's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to escort you in. And they're honking the horns and making a big deal. I'm last one in. I'm like, well, I guess I should feel better about myself. I feel nice. kind of shitty. <laughs> then again, I did five extra miles than mm-hmm. I was supposed to. So all the hills I walked up, and all in, well, that 1.3 miles... You, okay. st- you still did it. I mean, that's that's the thing is yeah, you did I, it. It's like how many people actually really run the whole marathon? Yeah. Like, you, you, I walked up the one hill between the at, right before the last rest stop. There was just this motherfucker of a hill, mm-hmm. and it was like after like a straightaway. So there was no like I can build up speed and start getting up there. It was like 
And I stopped at the, the bottom of the hill, and I was like, thinking about it, I was examining it, and I was like, running through my mind, I'm like, I don't want to try to go up this hill and then have to hop off halfway up. <clears throat> well, so many people, if you pulled over, it's like, are you okay, are you okay, are you yeah. okay? Yeah, everyone like, was super nice. Yeah. Super nice and super helpful. Like, I go out of the fly tower, like, yeah, I can take you back to the, I'm like, I ain't backtracking. Like, yeah. I'll fix this tower right here. Take me back. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, the one guy... Uh, everyone's like you said. Everyone's so nice. Like I kept cheering people on as I, as I passed them, because like you could tell a lot of people were struggling. Not a lot of people did not finish that. Yeah, I, I feel like that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a separate breed. I am not a cyclist. I am a I am a top seated amateur. Yeah, I'm. I, I definitely am not a cyclist, but I I know that. Uh... Let's talk about what you did early on in the ride. <laughs> which which part is that? <laughs> I believe that this is a hey hey Greg let's go fast. Oh, yeah. You you put you basically made yourself a death sentence. Oh yeah yeah I did, and I, I, then I was like oh crap I made a mistake because these people are all on carbon fiber bikes and carrying like no gear and I'm mm-hmm. like well I guess I could keep up. I, hey I kept with that group for a while all the way to the first rest stop we 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 powered through some stuff and <clears throat> I feel like if I had stuck with them I'd have probably finished like an hour earlier mm-hmm. but. I'd have been way, way, way more broken by the time that mm-hmm. was over. Cause I said, when I, I, I remember the first time my legs started locking up, and I, I figured out, it was one of those things, if, you put, if I got in the right position, there was no pain. Yeah. So I'd start, I'd start coasting down the hills in that position to get out of, out of that lockup. Yeah. But, like, kept the luxury lights up, kept the water up. My wife's like, no, nah, no, nah, dog, we ain't doing this. Yeah, somebody was telling me something about how they were uh <clears throat> they're on a long bike ride and they didn't realize that at some point their seat had come askew so mm-hmm. it was like not pointing straight anymore mm-hmm. and like they were riding and they started getting real bad knee pain mm-hmm. and they kept powering through it powering through it powering through it. it was just because their seat was not aligned so <clears throat> there's all kinds of weird stuff that could happen like i know my hands go numb real bad and my my thumbs were hurting from resting on the horns because i'm pretty sure my handlebars aren't high enough mm-hmm. Everything for that was fine for me. But I can't raise my handlebars because the fucking bolt is stripped, so mm-hmm. I got to saw that off and replace it. Well, like, I um, I got the last rest stop, and my, my phone, I'm, like, I forgot. I, I paired my phone to my biking computer to have a live update so people could keep track of me. Yeah. Well, that was killing my battery, I found out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I need to hook up a battery setup. So, fortunately, I had all the zip ties. I zip tied the fuck out of it mm-hmm. and got it connected. But, like... I'm sitting there zip tying, and I, these two guys just watching. I'm just zip tying shit, and they're just like, "What the fuck's this guy doing?" <laughs> but like, like you said, a bunch of people like cheered me on. I'm like, I guess it's not a fight club of single serving friends. I don't know what you call a biking like thing, because like that black dude I kept passing the guy in the Spider-Man outfit. Like we kept going back and forth, passing each other. Yeah. And then there was a, that one girl I kept passing back and forth. So. Yeah, I kept passing the same people too, but that, they weren't friendly to me. It must be uh, the look on my face. Mar-, Mar even commented on the all the pictures you sent her. She's how come Joel looks like he's having a good time, but you look mad. <laughs> oh, I was having a good time. <laughs> That's me. what I told her. I said Joel's just putting on a front. Joel's not having a good time. <laughs> that was my fake smile. <laughs> nine out of people, nine out of ten people can't tell my fake smile from my real smile. <laughs> I was in Goggins mode. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt through this thing, but I'm gonna do it. So. Because there were there were parts that that's the sucky thing about <clears throat> being in the later part of the race. It's like there were twenty mile stretches where you were the only person on the road, pretty much. Oh, like, I loved it because I was listening to Robert Green the whole fucking time. <laughs> but it's it's 
to me, it's kind of discouraging when all you just see is like an empty road ahead of you, and you're just like, because because after what happened to you, you getting lost, I was very very cautious of like, am I on the path still? Because I was very worried that like people would be like, where the hell are you? And I'd be like, I'm still on the thing, and like, I'm like just no, I just got 50 miles out of the way. <laughs> like, come get me, I'm done. <laughs> well, like I said, where's your bike? <laughs> Fuck that bike. <laughs> That bike's in the creek. <laughs> Those the, that, that solitary on the bike with just me and my podcast or audiobook. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about Napoleon. <laughs> I learned so much about Genghis Khan and the Zulu tribes. Like, I found first yesterday morning I finished the thirty three laws uh, rules of, law, of war. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I still gotta finish a couple more Robert Greene books, but I feel, I'm pretty sure after I finish that, I'll be able to. I'll have the Infinity Stones of, nice. of life. <laughs> yeah, I finished my. Uh, I lasted me to the end, like even to the point where I was listening to the parts of the bio background. This book is brought to you by Audible. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I was like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep talking, keep talking. Let's go. <laughs> Acknowledgements. Blah, 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 blah. This was a production by Simon and Schuster. Like, yeah, but that that Jason guy, he was. He's trying to be my hype man. He's like, dude, I couldn't do this. You keep going, keep going. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I can, I can call the sidecar. I'm in fresh water to bring it out to you. And I was, I was so smart because I took my my tumbler and I had ice water in it at the beginning of the day. And when I really needed it, I, I had that on my bike. Yeah. I cut that off. I'm like, that last bit of cold water hit the spot. Nice. <laughs> it was like my emergency cold water. Yeah. See, I had my uh, my. Th- 64 ounce water thing in the backpack in a saddlebag and I never even touched it until I got to the finish line like I just kept refilling the smaller one mm. but when we were at the when I was at the rest stops I was there long enough that I could fill it like two or three times and like mm. chug water and everything I knew there was a problem also because I like I only peed one time during that race so I was I, sweating pretty bad I made sure to go every single rest stop but I, they had a little chart on half the porta potties and I was not dehydrated yeah I don't think I was dehydrated either. I just think it was just the, that day. I was just sweating a lot because it was a, it was a hot, sunny day, which is not ideal for the bike ride. And then there were parts of it where you were definitely in, in like 100% uh, uh, not tailwinds. What's the opposite of a tailwind? Um, the wind was full in your face, so you were pedaling, not really going anywhere. <laughs> I didn't notice. I just kept going. Yeah, that's that's all you could do. But well, the thing was, like, the hills are what killed me. Mm-hmm. All the flats and shit, like, I had no problem just going. Yeah. Like, I learned that weekend, the hills, I do not like hills. Yeah. Fuck hills. Even the guy that was uh, organizing the thing for for us, anyway, not the whole organization thing, yeah. he said the day before or whatever, he walked through the map on the GPS, and he said he didn't realize, he didn't remember there being three 8% hills in a row, mm-hmm. which there were. Like, that's that was like, before the first rest stop, there were those hills. Well, I found out on my biking computer, it actually had a list of all the climbs. Yeah. And, like, that's what I was, whenever I was doing things, I'm like, okay, I got two more climbs before I get to the rest stop. I learned a lot about the biking computer that day. So Yeah, I had no knowledge of when anything was. I was just like, I'm going to keep going. And that's why I was like out in the middle of fucking farm country looking around like, am I even on this trail anymore? Mm-hmm. Well, now that I know like how to actually engage a route, because I thought I would do it automatically. No, you got to actually tell to do the route. That's why I mm-hmm. missed that one turn. But Yeah, and for that ride with GPS app is bullshit. Because it, sometimes it would tell you in, like, how many feet you turn, mm-hmm. and sometimes it wouldn't, and it would just chime in your ear, and it would be like, oh, if you missed it, then it would give you, like, wrong, wrong, like a bad chime. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes it would, 
if a car went past, it would drop its signal for whatever reason to go won't won't like you were on the wrong path. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, like, am I in the right area? Am I in the wrong? That's how I missed the turn for the century thing because it didn't tell me. Mm -hmm. Well, somehow, I was at the second, I was at the, the last rest stop, and the guy was like, "Hey, you did the century." I'm like, "No, no, I didn't." Yeah. But he was like, "Yeah, you you beat the turn for the century," and like, I only got like seventy. It's my phone. Yeah. Oh. I only made like. 80, I was at, at that point, I was like 70, 68 miles. I'm like, there's no way I did this injury. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Because that, that last, the second to last rest stop, I'm looking at the map trying to figure out, did we make the turn already or did we miss the turn? Like, what's going on? Yeah, it was like right before then there was a chance to go straight up. And it, I saw people, when I was sitting at the rest stop, I realized that I did something wrong because I saw people coming down the hill to make that turn when I came up the hill. So they must have looped it around somehow. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I was sitting there watching them all turn the other way, and I was like, what the hell? Well, my, my critique of the ride was they needed somebody at every turn, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that. Or a better sign, because all they had sometimes was little postcard yeah. signs, and it's like, I can't see that if I'm doing like the one, 14 miles an the hour. The one thing I was going, this probably the perfect downhill. I saw like the big loop that I could go up. I'm like, I'm going to go halfway up that hill. And then they stopped me because of traffic. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, I had all this momentum. I was, I was doing 30 miles an hour. I had to slow the end of the stop. I'm like 10 minutes, 10 feet after I got past him, I had to stop and take a rest. I'm like, this yeah. is cool. Yeah, there was, some, there was bad stuff like that going on. But I'm not doing a charity ride again. That's, <laughs> well, it's, I have issues. Like, first off, the guilt you end up paying for the thing, it's like, oh, well, you don't have to, but if you do, all the money will benefit the so-and-so. It's just like... It wasn't as it wasn't as prepared as I thought they'd be, because everyone's talking about how 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 full service they were and how they had everything and didn't have to worry about anything. I got to the second rest stop; they were, they're out of water. They go straight to find water. Yeah, yeah. And like every rest stop didn't have bananas. I'm like that was that was my jam. That was the thing that made me feel better. Like I'm like I got enough potassium in me not to lock up. Mm-hmm. But like, it's I don't like the fact that these rides are like yeah you're gonna raise all this money to do the ride. And you still got to pay to do the ride. Yeah. So what's the point? Like if I had to raise, say, if I had to raise three hundred dollars and that was it, fine, whatever. But I paid what fifty, sixty bucks on top of that. Yeah, the the that's the unfortunate thing about you in this scenario because my company paid for my registration, so I'm able wow. to expense that, which I think is why a lot of people do it through their company. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can start it up through your company. Nope. This is this is the first and last time I do an MS bike ride. <laughs> if anything, I'm gonna go make my own route and go out and ride. What I think would be good is if they did uh, like they do with the marathon, where they have team relays. Mm-hmm. So you're only responsible for getting from one rest stop to the next, mm-hmm. and then somebody else takes over, and then you can just I meet actually, everybody at the finish line. So I signed up for the Conqueror Challenge for China. My my buddy Scott and Rob did the Conqueror Challenge. Two thousand one thousand thirty. 2,138 miles. Mm-hmm. I'm, apparently, I'm guessing I did most of the mileage last year. <laughs> but that MS bike where I put the nail in the coffin for that, and I got my medal in the mail the other day, that thing was chunky. It was, like, big. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> there you go. But, like... You can put that on your uh, I Love Me wall. Is that what you call that thing? That's what people refer to it when you got, like, your wall of your medals and your certificates and stuff. Mm. Which is fine. Like I, I, it's David Goggins' version of a cookie jar. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's a physical manifestation of it. I mean, I have mine up there, but. Mm. But like, I feel like there should be more stuff like that where you go out with your friends and you, and you do stuff. Because like, 
you can't really find anything to do like that. It's all charity shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to go and do a ride like that and have fun. Like, I'd pay 30 to 50 bucks for an all-day ride like that. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, it's just... Um, if you do w- without the charity, then there's no organization around it, so there's no SAG cars, there's no rest stops. What I'm saying is, like why, isn't there, why isn't there, like, an outfit that does that? Oh. Or, like, hey, you want, you want to do, do, you want to do a 60 to 70, 80-mile bike ride that has support? Yeah. Like... Because I understand paying the money to have all that support and have people, volunteers, go and do that shit. But the charity part, I feel like it gets a little, it gets a little hairy. It's like, well, how much does money actually went to charity? Like, how much is overhead? Like, yeah. how much is this? Mm-hmm. But, like, knowing those, like, if I just pay the 50, hell, if it's $100 for the day, I don't know. Like, I guess I should do some research. Hey. Either way, I had a good time. Yeah. In retrospect, I had a good time. I'm glad I did it. Will I do it again next year? Nope. Uh, I'll see. You ain't doing it next year. I'll see. Because Mara, Mara had a damn good point. She's like, there's probably a pretty good chance that I would have got up and did the second day. <laughs> if there weren't anybody else around. <laughs> if Mara wasn't there and like the, the room weren't shit and things like that, I'd have probably... I'd have probably got up and toughed I, it out. I knew I wouldn't. I knew, you know how I knew I wouldn't? Because that night, I was walking. Like, you saw me. I was, like, all stiffed and fucked up. Yeah, you fucking flopped into the Jeep. <laughs> you didn't even, like, lift your legs. You just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I felt like that that night. And that next morning, I was still, like, a little stiff. I'm like, there's no way I can bike another 60 miles a day. Yeah. And, like, I rec- like I got home. Like, I stopped in Butler to get a part for the car. Didn't fix the car. Went home, and I just laid on the couch yeah. for, like, three or four hours. Like, I didn't... I, I think I might have slept for, like, an hour. Like, it was nothing like that 20-mile... The first 20-mile bike ride two years ago. But like, I still... <laughs> but, like, I could actually... Come Sunday morning, I could actually move my normal movement and not be in pain. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's no way I would have... But, like, there's no gas in the tank for... Or that whatever was in store that day. Yeah, but I, th- I think I'm also used to longer bike rides because I, like, I didn't used to track my rides with Rick all the time. And I know, like, when I did the 40 miles the other the, the weekend before the race, I know that Rick and I went a lot further than where I stopped and turned around. We yeah. went, and we went, like, far. So it was like, we were probably doing 60-mile bike rides then. Yeah. Well, like I said, we did, this, we did that metric century last year. That was not a problem. Yeah. But I'm saying, to do that the next, the, 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 the number of hills that was in that, Yeah, that's what killed everything. Like, I've never locked up like that before. Yeah. Like, I can do 60 miles easy. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. We were, we were definitely unprepared for it, because we mm-hmm. didn't know exactly what we were getting ourselves into. We kind of thought it was going to be cake, because you just look at it, and you're like, yeah, the elevation change is not that bad. Mm-hmm. But it, it apparently was. I think the second day, however, I think was a lot more downhill. Just mm. because you're going down from coming out of the mountains to the lake, so yeah. <clears throat> but it's it still would have sucked. I don't know. Hey. I'm pretty sure I would have got picked by the sad car. Yeah. I would have I would have been pissed off. I'm I'm having that same problem that I would have had if I had run the half marathon instead of the full marathon the first time, where I'd be like, well, I got to do the full one now. Like, <laughs> I got to do the other side. Well, if you want to do it again next year, I guess I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I really don't want to, but... Next year, we just know. Less gear, fucking faster bikes, and more training. You leave my bike alone. My bike's fine the way it is. <laughs> if you're zip tying a water bottle to it, it ain't fine. <laughs> Get a new bottle cage. <laughs> well, not, well, the thing was, though, I had it in the saddle, in the saddle bag, and the saddle bag started, was unbalanced. 
Yeah. That's what I had. I zip tied into the bike was because I brought the bag and I went to put it in the in the other side, but like it didn't fit. Yeah. yeah, we we learned. We'll do an a, a we'll do an after action review and, and uh, figure out exactly. I'm like, well, well, we can do that now. All right. So what do we get done, Joe? So I got it done at seventy two miles. Seventy-two miles of what you did? Oh, sorry, eighty-two. Eighty-two miles. And I think I got eighty. Eighty miles. I got the eighty miles. What did we? Uh, what did we do well? Plenty. Plenty of snack. Of the energy shit. So we were. We were well hydrated and well. Well fed. What didn't we do well? Climb the hills. <laughs> no, prepare for the hills. Well, I guess climbing the hills. Yeah. Okay. Because then it's a. Uh, I say, what do, what do we get done? What did we do well? What didn't we do well? I mean, yeah, I probably could have carried less shit. But, so when I got the flat tire, not only did I change the tube, I changed the tire too because I didn't want to, because I had a feeling that if there's something in the tire, I'm going to get fucked again. Then I could change the tube again. So I changed both the tube and the tire at the same time so that. Okay, that, that's, the, that's the five questions for an after action review. Sorry. It's, uh, what did we get done? What did we do well? What didn't we do well? Or what did we do well? What did we get done? What didn't we get done? What did we do well? What didn't we do well? What did we learn going forward? Or what, what are we going to change? Something with less sales. So what did we do? We do what did we do well? We did 80, 82 miles. We did the first day. Mm-hmm. What didn't we do well? Uh, we didn't properly train and prepare for this one. Uh, what did we get done? We did the first day of it. What didn't we get done? The second. It was the second day. Mm-hmm. What, what will we change going forward? One with less hills. I, I, D- a different race, or are you talking about this yeah, one? Different race. Huh. I think the other problem, too, we didn't have enough information at the very beginning. We signed up for it without having a route, and that yeah. kind of pissed me off. Yeah, and they were still finalizing the route for it. Like, that, that, that's going to make or break the next time I do a, do a thing, because I need, I need the route ahead of time. If I don't get it ahead of time, I'm not doing it. Yeah, a lot of the times those places do that. Like, the marathon even does that, where the route comes out later than it should. And even when I ran the marathon, like, I thought I was prepared for because I had, in training for the marathon, I had run 20, 24 miles a couple of times. But when you're on the actual route, there's this monster of a fucking hill that they don't tell you about. And it's like the hill coming out from from the south side up into Oakland, that hill. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing that right when the marathon splits. So you run half a marathon at that point, and then they make you go up this monster of a hill. And it's just like, brutal. Brutally and draining. Well, I think from what, because Dave called me the next day. He was like, "Hey, just so you know, you did more elevation that one day than you did the past two or three months." <laughs> I think we climbed. I climbed at least three thousand five hundred fifty-three miles, three thousand five hundred fifty-three feet. Probably, yeah. And those those hills in Pennsylvania are no joke. So, well, <clears throat> that was a that was a an event, and you know what? I'm glad I did it. Well, like I was telling you, there's only four people that... Two of them are me. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Two of them are us. Well, I think it's funny because you were telling the story how how this got started. I think I'm doing the MS bike ride. I signed up for fuck. Yeah. I I got my $300. Joe's like, all right, I registered. It's like, shit, now I got to do it. And then... And then Joe was, uh, Joe was like, oh, yeah, you know, I already got my $300 for the, the bare minimum. I'm like, damn, I'm going to end up paying fucking $350 to fucking ride this race by myself. And then, uh, fortunately, people people donated for me. I, I, I'm very grateful for that. Um, well, not for me, but for the good cause. But yeah. 
It kept me from and having to raise the three hundred dollars myself. I don't bitching with the about charity rides. No, it was for a good cause. I just I got some issues with mechanics and stuff like that. <laughs> Joe always has an issue with everything. Not everything. I don't have issues with bacon. I bet you could find a problem with bacon. It's too salty. It's too floppy. It's overcooked. You'd you'd find something. I disagree. Bacon is the glue. It is food glue. Okay. Well, no, sorry. Bacon is accessory meat. Mozzarella is food glue. If this is from a man that doesn't even like cheese. Mozzarella not cheese. It's food glue. Uh huh. However you want to split your hairs there, buddy. But uh, that'll do it for this episode, and uh, we'll catch you guys in a week, two weeks. I think we're to probably do next week. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You make the decision, and we'll record. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. I know we uh, we owed you guys a couple because of the uh, the the bike ride that we didn't record right after because between, between people the, people were too broken and between the bike ride and the house, yes. But uh, that's it for now. Catch you guys next time. See ya. That wraps up another episode of The Mention the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit TheMentionTheMachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412-294-8557. How now, brown cow, brown cow, how now, part one of three. I don't hear you in the headphones. Can you hear me now? Try it again. you hear me now? I did, and then it went up. Now I can hear you, I think. How about now? There we go. Okay. Can I hear Eugene now? Can you? I believe I can. Is there anybody out there? We know Dave's out there, at least. (laughs) He's always watching, waiting.